When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX, and I am joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Derek, the Arizona Diamondbacks are three games over 500 for the first time since 2019. And it is wild given three the way this team years. started. Three years. How, how good things are going right now. It's it's pretty crazy. I don't understand it. You don't understand it. Neither one of us can explain it. But what we do know is that the Diamondbacks have not lost a series since April 24th through April 26th against the New York Mets. Uh, this is their third series win in a row, including now five out of six from the Miami Marlins. And they are on a roll that we didn't even see coming. We we said nice things about them. We were cautiously optimistic that they could get out of the uh, kind of hitting rut that they were in and some of the bad luck that they had at the beginning of the season. But now, here we are, Diamondbacks, like you said, three games over 500, uh, and I, I, I have no explanation for it. Of course, we'll get into it, though, and this show that we, we'll get into it on is brought to you by the fine folks over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX, and new customers can get down on the NBA playoff action by betting just $5 on any NBA team to win, and you will get $150 in free bets if they do. Look to turn that small bet into a big payday over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Jesse, this team has been playing some pretty impressive baseball. Uh, we, We had said that at times they were putting things together. We had have I think all season have talked about how good the starting pitching has been, but we've often talked about the other components that are required to make a baseball team competitive, uh, just not all running right at the same time, not all working together. Now they seem to be running on all cylinders, and I think more importantly than than anything else, they believe once again that they can win baseball team or games teams uh win baseball games against teams those there there are teams there involved it is. There there it there. Is. yeah but uh no man i mean what what are your thoughts so far on what we've seen out of this team another impressive win today a, a pretty thorough victory over the miami marlins it all starts with madison bumgarner uh, i mean he was a little shaky uh out of the gate gave up a couple runs in the first inning on a jorge soler two run homer and after that he just 
kind of settled in and, and looked a lot like he's looked throughout the season. I thought this was one of his better games. He only walked one. He had five strikeouts, six and a third innings, uh, six hits, just two runs allowed. So yeah, more of more of the same from Madison Bumgarner, which is which is fantastic news for this Diamondbacks team. I mean, when you talk about Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly and Zach Davies and how good those three have looked this season, um, Madison Bumgarner has really been right there with them. Um, and th- this four-headed monster in the Diamondbacks starting rotation has been very, very impressive uh, to start the season. But another thing that comes out of this game, Derek, is the Diamondbacks are no longer a last-place baseball team. Colorado Rockies uh, got pounded against the San Francisco Giants today, and that means the Diamondbacks are, for what it's worth, the Diamondbacks are now in fourth place. And get this, (laughs) the Diamondbacks are tied uh, with the St. Louis Cardinals for the last wild card spot. So for those of you uh, keeping track of the the playoff picture, uh, 30 games into the season, there you go. The Diamondbacks are right there right now. (laughs) <laughs> if you're not excited, get excited. That's what we're saying. If you're not excited, get your blood pumping. 30 games in. Yeah, I know. It's a long season. Uh, a lot of a lot of games still to play. But I, I think it's exciting to see what they've been doing. And uh, I think it's encouraging that Madison Bumgarner once again gave up runs early, but was able to bounce back and, yeah. and keep the, the, the team in the game, right? Keep the Diamondbacks close. Uh, in this case, it didn't take long for them to to tie it up. Uh, all of this action happened in the first inning, but then the Diamondbacks really just kind of put their foot on the pedal and did not stop offensively throughout the game. Had a couple of big innings that really broke things open. And I mean, looking at the Marlins versus that first series, where even when the Diamondbacks were winning, the Marlins were in the game, uh, the Marlins looked dejected tonight. They looked lost they look out of it and most importantly they looked like the diamondbacks looked in the first two weeks of the season now the diamondbacks kind of have a different swagger to them they have a different level of confidence and you can see it uh all over the the field when it comes to this team i mean i think the marlins are just sick and tired of playing the diamondbacks at this point i mean well we were sick and tired of playing the mets god damn it we had to play the mets like a billion times to open up the season (laughs) You know, so yeah, no, I know how that feels, but at least, uh, you know, uh, unlike the Marlins, we were able to jab back and hang in with the Mets a little bit better than the Marlins have been able to, because yeah, five out of six losses so far with one more still to go is, has been a pretty rough two series against the Diamondbacks. It's just nice to see the Diamondbacks bully someone and beat them up. You know, it's nice to see this team that... I mean, after last season, people lost all faith in their ability to win baseball games. You know, zero confidence doesn't even, that's not even good enough to explain the amount of confidence people had. It was a negative confidence level in this team, right? But now what we're looking at is Tori Lavolo setting the record, the winningest manager in franchise history at 354 wins. Here's something I found uh, interesting, Jesse. We think of his tenure being much longer than Kirk Gibson, but Kirk Gibson only had 10 less games so yeah, far really managing, uh, than, than Lavolo's. Lavolo's at 738, Kirk Gibson 728, uh, but obviously Tori Lavolo has uh, an entire season still to go and will probably pad that lead considerably the way this team is playing right now. 
Yeah, it's really similar. I, th- I guess uh, Kirk Gibson would have been from 2011 to uh, 2015, I want to say. And so yeah. um, Tori Lovello's made it just a little bit farther than than Kirk was able to make it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tori Lovello, it, we've always known, is a guy that players love. There's never going to come a point when the players are asking for Tori Lovello to be removed as manager. That's just never going to be something that happens. If Tori Lovello ever loses his job as a manager, really with any team in Major League Baseball, it's going to be because you know the organization is is unhappy with his in-game management, with something relating to um, you know actually putting up wins at the end of the day. Right? It's never going to be an issue with his ability to uh, form relationships with players and and you know get them on his side. That's never an issue. And so. Now that the Diamondbacks are starting to actually accumulate wins, it feels like, and, and we talked about this the other day, it feels like Tori could be here to stay for a while. I mean, I think it's entirely possible that Tori Lovello becomes not just the longest tenured manager in Diamondbacks franchise history, which he already is, and, and not just the winningest manager in franchise history, which as of today, he already is. Um, but he really could become kind of a mainstay in Arizona and, I think that would be a welcome sight for a fan base that's used to seeing the Diamondbacks move on from managers after about four years each. It's been pretty consistent over the life of the franchise, and I don't necessarily think that's healthy for the team culture. I don't think so, especially when, like you said, he is so beloved by so many of the players. Need I bring up the fact that Eduardo Escobar, a man who no longer plays for this team, said at one point that he would die for Tori Lovello during a very awkward interview uh, that kind of made the entire room stop for a moment when he said that <laughs> because he said it with a level of sincerity that every single person that heard him say that believed him, right? It wasn't a, ha, 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 I'd die for that man. Yeah, You know, it was like, a, no, I would die for Tori. You know, it was like one of those. And so, like, that's the way players feel about him. Like you said, in some cases, that's not a great thing because sometimes – you know, ownership, the front office might find that, you know, maybe Lavello and the players are, are too close and maybe that's affecting some of his uh, managing. I, sure. I will say at one point in his career, he's probably guilty of that. But I feel like the approach that we've seen him take this year is the right approach. And I think that that's probably helped to kind of sift through the talent they have to find the guys that they can rely on to help them win baseball games. Right. Uh, Yeah. And, and I think the fresh set of opinions coming in from Joe Mather, Brent Strom and Jeff Bannister helps as well. You're no longer hearing the same, same echo chamber of the same people you've been getting feedback from for the past two seasons. Now you're moving on to a very elite high caliber set of coaches that, probably have zero reason to sugarcoat things for you or to hold back about their feelings on one guy or another. Uh, and I don't believe that that's part of Brent Strom's DNA in any way, shape or form. Right. Uh, but again, in bringing those coaches up, you can't help, but once again, acknowledge their presence and their impact on this team. The things yeah. that we're seeing from this team pitching and hitting it's not, it's, it's no, it's, it's, it's no just coincidence. It's the fact that the diamondbacks went out 
and brought in these coaches that you and I have been talking about all off season long, right? We, we, we couldn't, we couldn't have asked them personally to go get, but as a matter of fact, I think I did and they listened and that's why they brought in Brent Strong. <laughs> but like literally, I mean, we couldn't have asked them to bring in better coaches as sure. far as the track record for improving teams. And you know, now again, uh, the Joe, Joe Mather thing was funny to me because a lot of people uh, after that first month wanted Joe Mather to lose his job. And it's going to be interesting to see how that opinion changes throughout this season as the Diamondbacks still, you know, have a ways to go to get back on track, but are, are doing some pretty incredible things, you know, could tell Marte during his nine game hitting streak was hitting four Oh six. Yeah. You know, uh, so unfortunately, that hitting streak was snapped today. That was is, snapped that today. No yeah, two walks and no hits. But yeah. I, I don't care about things like that. I realized. I realized that today. I know we're going to get to. There was a no hitter today in baseball. All I could think was the Diamondbacks had two no hitters last season, right? I'm not gonna. We're not gonna. There's. I'm yeah, not, gonna not even. <laughs> there were two games where no hits were registered, and then you can't argue that whether or not we call them no hitters or other things. But the point is, is that during one of their worst seasons in franchise history, they had two no hitters occur and it doesn't really mean anything. Does it like Tyler Gilbert isn't yeah. even part of their rotation right now. And I mean, it, it has zero impact on how last season went in the grand scheme of things. I wrote in my piece about things to enjoy with this team this year was to enjoy the moments Enjoy things like that. Enjoy that opening day walk-off that we had from Seth Beer, who went on an unfortunate, historic drought for this team. Uh, Seth Beer hitting going 0 for 35 currently, which is uh, the longest drought by a non-pitcher in franchise history. So that's unfortunate, mm. right? But that's yeah. why I was saying at times you just have to enjoy the moments, right? And enjoy... The, the, the wins, enjoy that series win against the Dodgers, things like that, because those moments, as, as far as I was predicting at that time from that article that I wrote, which wasn't long ago, it was like two weeks ago, Jesse, was basically <laughs> trying to say, like, that's what we have this season, right? Moments like this with Tori Lavola winning 354 and becoming the winningest coach. Uh, sure. And honestly, even this stretch, who knows if it's going to last? And, I mean, again, I don't think that at right right now – we can get too high on it, but also I think you and I posed the question, what, why not? Right? Like baseball is just weird like that, where guys can come out of their slumps, get it? guys can start improving and, and important. And most importantly, what we're seeing out of this team is just great pitching. That is keeping them yeah. in, in every single baseball game. I mean, great pitching is, is everything, right? I mean, you can, you can be flawed. You can be deeply flawed in a number of areas of, of baseball. And if you have great pitching, you will it will take you far. And I think that's what we're seeing this season with this team. You mentioned earlier that, you know, today was was more of a commanding win, a bit of a different feel than what most of the wins over the last couple of weeks have been. Uh, I think some people have maybe suspected that, Okay, the Diamondbacks are hot, but they're also winning like every single 50-50 ball game right now. This might not be sustainable for for the long term to win, you know, every single one-run game that they find themselves in. Um this game wasn't like that, right? I mean, a 9 to 3 win. Um Caleb Smith gave up uh, a run in in the ninth inning. 
uh, that gave the Marlins that third run of the game. But it was a complete game by the Diamondbacks. I mean, Jorge Soler homered in the top of the first, and it was pretty much all D-backs the rest of the way. Uh, the Marlins offense struggled quite a bit against Mad Bum, as we mentioned earlier. And up and down the Diamondbacks lineup, they just got contributions from everywhere. Cooper Hummel had a nice game. Uh, Jordan Luplo continues to destroy left-handed pitching um, so as good. he's done throughout his career. I and mean, I think and it's... Again, again, there's something that was missing early on, right? Yeah, the Diamondbacks right. Diamondbacks were standing right. an entirely right-handed lineup up there with the exception of one, maybe two guys, if even that. You know, they didn't. I don't even think they had well, an entire lineup. like like an entire left-handed lineup against. Oh, I'm sorry, entire yeah. left-handed lineup. Yeah, right right, right, right. You know, and and that's the that's the thing is, is that they've been missing the variety in their lineup, and yeah. it just goes to show the impact that Ahmed and Luplo have made. Uh, you know, coming back, that that was part of the reason why they didn't have success. Once again, injuries were kind of keeping them limited at, at, as far as options go, and once. A lot of this success, honestly, has started happening since those two returned to the lineup. It really has. It really has. And and I mean, I think it's funny how the Diamondbacks lineup against righties has looked very different than their lineup against lefties. Um, I mean, the Diamondbacks have a lot of regulars that didn't even play in this game, right? David Peralta didn't play. Dalton Varsho didn't play. Um, there's a lot of guys that we're used to seeing every single day that didn't even play in this game because the Marlins started a lefty on the mound and the Diamondbacks have a very different plan of attack when there's a lefty on the mound and, and it seems to be working. I mean, Cooper Hummel in the leadoff spot, Jordan Luplo, Cattell Marte over the last few years has been basically the best hitter in baseball against lefties. Um, Carson Kelly, of course, would be in there against lefties. Uh, obviously he's dealing with the strained oblique, so he'll be out for some time now. But uh, yeah, the Tory Lovello is is certainly not afraid to mix up the lineup in order to get the matchups that he wants. That's something that's really developed in him as a manager over the last couple years. That he's he's willing to you know sacrifice uh, playing time for a particular player if it means getting the matchups that he wants, and and it certainly worked in this game. And I mentioned writing over at gophnx.com. Obviously, if you guys haven't done so already, we would love you to check out our website over there at gophnx.com and maybe check out a membership if you're not a member already. Uh, We have a couple of membership options and hope you enjoy uh, both of those options. Mostly, we want you to become an annual member. That way, you stick around for the year and you'll get yourself an annual membership for just $60. That'll get you a free t-shirt also over at the phnxlocker.com. We also have our month-to-month membership that you can get, and your first month is just 50 cents if you take that option. Uh, Both memberships get members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com, as well as uh, members-only access to our Discord, uh, where I am not very present lately because I have been going from one thing to the next constantly. I had my daughter's, uh, my daughter Lily Montoya, uh, her, her, uh, concert tonight and uh, being a dad and and a wrestling commissioner and a uh, you know sports writer slash podcaster slash host it's a very demanding uh you know life, yeah so. it's fair so I, I i apologize for being a bit absent but uh i i, I remember we were going to play a bingo game based on how bad the diamondbacks were going to be this year and i don't know if we need to do that anymore but yeah. maybe we can play a bingo game based on how good they are this year and still give away some prizes 
in our members only discord. So maybe make sure to join that. If you haven't done so already, join our family over here at PHNX. Uh, but Jesse, yeah, the starting pitching for this team has been incredible. We talked about it quite a bit. Uh, the second best ERA in all of major league baseball behind the Dodgers. Uh, I don't know where the Dodgers are currently at, but the Diamondbacks came into tonight's game with a 2.32 ERA. That's going to go down a little bit based on Madison Bumgarner's performance, or I don't know, maybe yeah, it's not, it's actually I think what's wild is that after go up, yeah, after two, two, yeah, six and a third. Yeah, I, know, I know Bumgarner's go ERA up. is going to go up a little bit from like 1.5 to 1.7, I believe. Yeah, something still like that. very good. Still the best ERA he's had after this number of starts in his career. And I mean, again, the contributions that they're getting from the starting. Uh, lineup or from the, the starting pitchers is is incredible. I mean, it's something that I don't think we expected. Zach Gallon has a 0.95 ERA, the second best ERA in all of baseball. Merrill Kelly's uh, 1.22 ERA is the fourth best in all of baseball. And Madison Bumgarner now, like I said, 1.7. Not sure where he's at, but he should still be in the top 10 for uh, starting pitchers. And that's, I think the important thing is, is that the consistency the Diamondbacks have had at starting pitching allows them to have now three starting pitchers in the top 10. I, I think at one point we talked about three in the top five for major league baseball. So it's just been an impressive, yeah. consistent effort uh, from, from these three guys. It really has. It really has. And uh, I mean, the starting rotation as a whole has just been incredible. Um, we'll have to see whether Humberto Castellanos uh, is able to hold down the fifth spot in the rotation, I think that's the only spot that's really in question moving forward. But even he's pitched well lately. I mean, five and two-thirds, three runs, you'll certainly take that from your number five starter. That's what he did in the game yesterday. So, um, yeah, I mean. We're to that point where that's a bad outing for starting pitching. We are. We are. We've officially, And like you said, yeah. last season, we would have taken a, a guy going over five innings and not giving up more than three runs any day of the week with how bad and inconsistent starting pitching was. Uh, I think that once again, like today with Madison Bumgarner and like we've seen with Merrill Kelly in the past, I like how these guys can give up early runs and not have it uh, melt down for them. You know, you almost see, yeah, it's true. You almost see them kind of clutch up and, and dig in a little bit and go harder and they find their groove. I think that Brent Strom once again is a big part of that. I think Brent Strom yeah. uh, just has an incredible effect on starting pitching. I've had, I've seen him do it to the relief guys, right? Like some of those relievers, you feel like stuff is going to really go to shit here in a moment after giving up a couple of hits and loading the bases and, Somehow Brent Strom comes out and says a couple of words to these guys and and they find the confidence and the the will to get themselves out of these jams. It's impressive. Mm -hmm. And I think that he really should be, you know, credited for what this team has uh, been doing. The Diamondbacks have a little different approach lately with their uh, pregame. Uh, meetings uh, with the with Tori Lavolo. It used to be Tori before every game, but now this year, uh, Tori is going to come out and talk during like the first game of the series, and they're going to give us other coaches like uh, Strom and Jeff Bannister and and Joe Mather as uh, you know to speak to instead. Which I yeah. honestly I, I find to be great because some of those some of those pregame uh, you know meetings uh, interviews with Tori Lavolo 
are, are a bit bland after we've already talked to him about, you know, the series for two days already and for two, two pregame shows, two postgame, you know, shows kind of deal. And now here we are on a third day talking to him again. Right. So the ability yeah, to right. hear from these other coaches that like we've been talking about have had such a major impact on this team is, is pretty enjoyable for me uh today you had a chance to hear what brent strom had to say and you said he had some some pretty interesting things to say about this team's success it really uh the one of the biggest things that that he said that stuck out to me has to do with what you were just talking about with the diamondbacks rotations ability to bounce back after a rough first inning and not unravel through the rest of the through the rest of the outing i mean that's a huge huge skill to have as a starting pitcher. And uh, he talked about specifically, I thought it was funny. He talked about the Merrill Kelly game. If you remember the Merrill Kelly game, when he threw eight and two thirds innings, he was one out from throwing a complete game. Mark Melanson wound up coming in and getting the final out. And, and Brent Strom told us this story. He said that when Merrill Kelly warmed up for that game, it was a disaster. Apparently Merrill Kelly that day in the bullpen through one of the worst bullpens that he has ever thrown his pitches weren't really working and and the Diamondbacks were a little bit concerned about uh, how long he would last. Uh, Brent Strom said, you know, we, we thought it might be a long night once we saw what Merrill Kelly looked like in the bullpen. And sure enough, Merrill Kelly was a little bit rough uh, coming out of the gates. He wasn't strong in the first inning. Um, that's when the bulk of the damage was done against him. And then he settled in and he threw almost a complete game. and. That's a skill that is huge as a starting pitcher to be able to not have your best stuff in the bullpen. And and Brent even said that Merrill Kelly didn't even have his best stuff in the game. Like his stuff wasn't even good. He was just commanding the baseball so well that he was able to get away with it. And and that's a huge, huge thing for Merrill Kelly to be able to, to, to do that in a game where he didn't have his best stuff. I think that's a trait that a lot of these guys in the starting rotation have right now is, is their ability to work through when they don't have their best stuff and, yeah. and get out. Right. And uh, I mean, like you said, Castellanos has been for, for a guy that's just recently converted to a starting pitcher. Uh, he's been pretty damn reliable. You know, I, I think that there's still people like myself that would like to see Corbin Martin or somebody else kind of come up as that, you know, and wow us as that fifth starter out of nowhere. Sure. And, someone and, with like a high, higher ceiling, maybe something like that. Yeah. Right. Someone with more impressive stuff. But I mean, Humberto Castellanos is just one of those guys that like that. That's, that's what you're going to get out of him. I mean, every once in a while, he's going to have a bad, bad outing, but you're, you're going to get three runs or less given up. And a lot of occasions he's going to put zeros up on a lot of innings, you know, and he's going to do that consistently. Uh, but he works through when he's not having a good game and he's not, I mean, when it, when his stuff isn't there, the other team's got him figured out early on. Uh, I, I just, I, I think that my expectations have been so far exceeded, you know, from, from this team and mostly it's the consistency, you know, I think that even when they were bad, they were consistently bad right? Like they were bad in the same way. They were like everybody in the lineup was able to walk, but nobody could hit the ball. And then all of a sudden, you know, we have this influx of guys getting aggressive all at the same time, putting some things together, 
you know, like we said, Luplo and, and Ahmed returned to the lineup and that was a big uh, jolt of, of energy, you know, a big injection to, to this team for them to come back. But we also had these guys just, you know, wake up all at the same time. And I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what their ceiling is right now. You know, they, they did the job that they needed to do. They've lost some tough games this season to some tough teams. Uh, but to be honest right now, this team is, is on the exact kind of role that you want, want to see, you know, and, and look at what happened with the Rockies. The Rockies had a super hot start and it's kind of fizzled away and they got beat up pretty significantly tonight. They they were kind of on yeah. the opposite end of, of what uh, this, how doubt this game went for the diamondbacks. I, I don't know what to say. I don't, I feel like I've been hurt before Jesse and I don't want to, <laughs> Uh, I don't want to okay, well, get my house up, but well, um, I have I have a question. I have a question for you then. So do you think as a fan of this team, at what point do the expectations change? Like at what point are you no longer satisfied with 70 wins or 75 wins because that's a big improvement over last year? At what point do you expect the Diamondbacks to actually be a 500 baseball team or above 500 and, and you're disappointed if that doesn't happen? That's a great question. Uh, what's wild is right now they're only four and a half games back in the NL West, right? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is if the Diamondbacks <laughs> who just leaped over the Rockies tonight for their first, basically right. the first time that they're not in, I, I mean, they weren't in last place after opening day, but pretty much after that, they dropped right. from that point down all the way down to the bottom, and that's where they've sat this whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if the Diamondbacks get to a point where they are battling with the Dodgers record wise for the National <laughs> League West um, for for longer than a week, right? I'm not talking about like, hey, look at you know they're 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 game and a half back and or, or they're half a game back. Like I mean. The Diamondbacks somehow. Wait, what is what is battling? Is that like within like within a game? Like how? Yeah, close I would say I would say be? within a game. I would say if the Diamondbacks for like a few days held first place in the National League West. Wow. Okay. You know, well, you're asking me when the expectations change. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I I can't see them changing if we if we get up to third place and kind of hang out there, but don't really go much up past that okay I think so the, okay that makes you know, sense i mean i i think really what i would be looking at for my expectations to change would be a run at the division which is a very difficult division like that that's that's more difficult than shooting for a playoff spot you know the the division oh, is yeah. incredibly difficult to win the diamondbacks right now i mean they didn't do great against the padres but they won the series against the dodgers right so uh, they 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 just got to take it one series at a time, and not again not put too much you know go go too far down the line. Right now, you know they have a chance to sweep this series against the Marlins, and then a very very winnable series against uh, a vulnerable Chicago Cubs team. Right, yeah. you pounce on that. You start winning the games and the series that you should. At this point, the the teams that aren't doing good, the teams with losing records, I think that would start changing my perception about this to where if you start, if, if all of a sudden we saw them tank and, and have a 75 win season, it would be a disappointment because at right now at this point, 
I'm already starting to feel like a sub 500 season yeah. would be a bit of a disappointment. And that's crazy because this is May. This is May. <laughs> it's May 10th, Jesse. It's not, we're not even halfway through May. So these are, this is, this is all crazy talk. Uh, I yes. feel like we're recording this podcast really late and I might have lost track of how many OG's gummies I've taken because none <laughs> of this seems real. But uh, also, I feel good and euphoric, so maybe I have taken too many OG's gummies <laughs> because that's exactly how OG's gummies make you feel, whether you're diving in with a sativa or diving into an indica. They have a wonderful selection of flavors. Stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our friends at OG's. They just announced their new mini OG's 3-milligram microdose option for those not wanting to get down with the regular 10-milligram dose. Like I said... Remember what Uncle Derek says, uh, you can't untake it. So try the three milligram microdose uh, and go slow. They have the same wonderful variety of options uh, for flavors in the three milligram microdose. And those are available exclusively at Zen Leaf locations through uh, today when you're listening to this podcast. So May 11th is the final day to get them at Zen Leaf locations exclusively after May 11th. You can find them anywhere you can find OG's brands. And if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OG's near you. And Jesse, again, I, uh, I, I feel like I should offer, um, you know, some OG's gummies to everybody on the Tampa Bay Rays team after the way that they got beat by the <laughs> Los Angeles Angels today. It was a 12 to nothing thumping, but more importantly, the Angels had a no-hitter. They did. They did. Yeah, the Angels really uh they really took it to the Tampa Bay Rays. Um well it's and, Reed Detmer's uh, a rookie, uh, by the way. Uh, an right. Angels rookie. And I know how excited we would be to see one of uh one of our up and coming prospects come up here and and do something like this and we did with Tyler Gilbert, which was fun. Again, talking yeah. about that no hitter, but uh, this uh, Reed Detmer's kid, he's pretty good. I mean, what's really significant about this game, though, is that Brett Phillips pitched, I think it was the eighth inning for the Tampa Bay Rays. Brett Phillips, of course, is an outfielder. Um, and he faced Anthony Rendon, and Anthony Rendon decided to bat left-handed instead of right-handed uh, for the first for the, time, his entire career for the first time in his career. He is not a, uh, he's not a switch hitter that that's never been Anthony Rendon. So he bats left-handed and Brett Phillips throws him a 54 mile per hour, nothing ball that was like below the strike zone. And Anthony Rendon tags it for a two run home run. in what was undoubtedly one of the best plays in baseball <laughs> so far for the season. It was, uh, it was incredible. It was, it was, it was, it was incredible. incredible. Like you know what it reminded me of? I often talk about the old MTV rock and jock uh baseball and basketball like events that they used to have. And mostly because they were they were like, you know, they were a weird mix of like an all-star game and a celebrity event. But more than anything, it was always just fun, right? It was a lot yeah. of fun. And I mean, that's like watching the the clip of this. Everybody's kind of laughing when he gets up there. The broadcasters are laughing. He's kind of laughing. You see the guy on the mound laugh. Everybody's having a good like. It was just it was just yeah. funny to them at this. Can't point. help but this, smile with this moments is all like that. What's going on? And then he hits a home run, and uh, it just makes the entire moment go from uh, comedic to 
like an instant classic, like iconic, like an iconic baseball moment. And uh, again, hats off to Detmer for the no hitter. Uh, and and that's why I brought it up earlier. Is I was just thinking when when I, when I was looking at that how uh, insignificant the no hitters ended up being for the Diamondbacks last year. As much as I covet that, and I would love to see like Zach Gallen go out there and throw a no hitter. As much as I wanted to see you know uh, uh, Merrill Kelly finish up that game and get that complete game. In the grand scheme of things, I just want to see this team working like a well-oiled machine. You know, I want to yeah, see them sure. be able to just have everybody achieving in their roles, coming out, doing doing what they need to do to get business taken care of, uh, especially the bullpen, because right now it feels like that's their Achilles heel. That's where we still have a lot of question marks. Uh, I, I just think Mark Melanson's too good for him to, like, melt down and be uh, bad. I, I think we've, we, we've seen a couple of bad outings, but – He's not going to be perfect. He's just going to, you know, hopefully be more consistent than that uh, going forward. I mean, I think he's, I want to say he's six for seven in save opportunities, which is really pretty impressive for. Yeah, he just had that blown, who, one blown the other night. Yeah, just the one blown save. And yeah, I mean, he, I don't think he's really had great stuff this year, to be frank, compared to what we've seen from him in the past. And to be six of seven in save opportunities, I mean, you know, he's, he's doing a lot with a little right now. And, and I'm sure as the season goes on, we'll probably see Mark Melanson get a little bit more comfortable out there. Um, you know, he's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. The velocity's down a little bit. The spin rates on his pitches are down a little bit. Um, but I, I don't think you're, you're too concerned about him at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Diamondbacks bullpen ERA is 28th in baseball. Um, their starting rotation ERA is second. Their bullpen ERA is 28th. So, uh, fortunately for them, you know, overall your starting pitchers throw a lot more innings than the bullpen. So, uh, you know, you'd certainly rather be near the top of the ranks on that side of things, but the bullpen is still, uh, still a work in progress for this baseball team. Arizona diamondbacks continue to be the most profitable team in all of baseball. Uh, right now they still rank at number one. Mets number you two. You mean like in, ter- in terms of in terms of like people betting on them, not in terms of like the organization oh, being the most yeah. profitable. <laughs> I was going to get to that. Yes, I was going to get to that. Uh, I was going to say by profitable, I mean betting on them uh, based on a $100 bet by covers.com. Uh, the Diamondbacks up to this point will have won you $899. So wow. that's, a, that's, that's a cool... It's almost $300 more than the New York Mets, the near, next nearest team. So they're doing a great job. Is that 100 like, is that 100 every game? Like $100 every single game you're, you're betting? Yeah, I believe it's $100 on them to cover the spread based on the odds and what you would receive back in a payout for a straightforward okay. bet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So $899, that's, that's, a, that's a big number. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, and you can bet on the Arizona Diamondbacks over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. It's a good good time to do that with the way that this team is on a roll. Also, new customers can get down on the NBA action by using our code of PHNX. You can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and you will get $150 in free bets if they do. New and existing customers can get down and create your own parlay by combining multiple bets 
that will give you more money and a bigger payout. Right now, all customers can bet uh, place a same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. You know what that means. Make that $25 bet, swing for the fences. If a leg doesn't hit, let's uh, be a little bit more conservative and try to win, win, come back, come back the next round and win it. Just like the Phoenix Suns, right? They got beat up a bit in Dallas, but they came back and spanked the Mavericks tonight, uh, just like they're going to do and get the job done, hopefully, here in game, what, six? So, yeah, I think that they're going to do it. So, if you want a, a team to bet on, there's the team to bet on. But uh, maybe, I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm not 100% confident on them going to Dallas because something happens when they get there. It's just, it's like they travel through some sort of uh, multiverse dimension thing. I just watched Doctor Strange today, so prepare yourself for mm. lots of... Uh, Lots of multiverse references going forward this week. But, uh, of course, you don't have to wait for me to tell you about the multiverse to get down on the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You can use our promo code of PHNX, and new customers can bet $5 on any any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Jesse, uh, that's all I got. Diamondbacks and Suns won on the same day. Once again, proving that nobody has to sacrifice anything for the other team to be <laughs> successful. No they, hamstrings, uh, no losses, no none of that. We can all <laughs> we can all prosper. We can all grow. Unfortunately, the Coyotes got the third pick in the NHL draft, which was kind of a downgrade considering that they were the yeah. second worst team in the NHL. Uh, tank season did not work out for them, just like it didn't work out for the Diamondbacks, who went for that number one spot and ended up at number two. But I think we'll still well, get we'll, very we'll talented see. players. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see how we'll see how things turn out. I mean, that's not that far away. So the uh, the draft chatter is is right around the corner. That's we'll right. we'll have it for you right here. That's right, and things are exciting because if this team can stay this good uh, and can continue to add pieces like Alec Thomas. Who had two big hits today, two RBIs, smoking velocity exit velocities uh, with little little fire emojis next to it over on Baseball Savant. <laughs> Just very excited that I'm tweeting out exit velocities. Yeah, so. all the all the exit velos from our main account they're all from Derek, and oh, it, it's, yeah, it's incredible. You yeah, guys have so no funny. idea so how happy this makes me. Oh man, that's good stuff. Well, the Diamondbacks are making me happy, so I feel like I need to spread the joy. This team <laughs> is exciting. Go watch this team. What are you waiting for? Go buy a Serpientes jersey. Get yourself a Black Rock coffee. Uh, Chick-fil-A, remember, is still closed on Sundays. But uh, get yourself the Versus Dog. By the way, by the way, Jesse, I forgot to tell you guys this. I mentioned this on Twitter. But we here at the PHNX D-backs podcast, we're about a lot of things. We've told you, of course, every week here, Shark Week. Uh, every Earth every day. day is Earth Day. On Mondays, we do the mailbag Monday thing. But we are the official home now, Jesse, of your versus dog information. Uh, really? I okay. Know All right. Every hot dog for every team uh, that will be featured at Chase Field this season, and I'm excited to keep you guys updated. Uh, by the way, I know our friends at the Colorado Rockies podcast. 
on DNVR wanted to know what the Rockies dog was. Uh, it, it, it had red onion, green chili sauce, which they did predict it would have sour cream and jalapenos for this particular series with the Marley Marlins, Jesse, they have a black bean puree shoestring French fries and a mojo mojo sauce. I, I don't know how you guys say it in English, but, uh, it's kind of like this garlic olive oil sauce. It's very good. I love it. And, uh, huh. I think it sounds like a delicious hot dog, but yeah, some incredible hot dogs. They really did do a good job of, I think, honoring every single, uh, city, every single visiting team that will be here at chase field this season. So, uh, yeah, we'll, I guess we've got, uh, we've got Chicago. We've got Chicago coming up. We've got Chicago coming up. Of course, of course, the Chicago Cubs dog is your traditional Chicago dog. It's got sport peppers on it. Neon relish. Uh, tomato, pickle, yellow onion, mustard, and celery salt. So again, if you need any other reasons to come out to the ballpark, remember the versus dog isn't just for opposing fans. The versus dog, it's for all of us. It's for all of us. It's delicious. No, there's no, there's no limit to deliciousness and everybody can get, get down on that. But of course you can follow us for all of your versus dog updates on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. I will be the one tweeting out exit velocities. Uh, he is Jesse and Friedman, <laughs> who will be the one uh, just proudly looking at me and being excited about all of those kind of tweets. Uh, of course, our versus dog updates will come from, at phnx underscore dbacks uh but all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports and that is on instagram twitter and facebook if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app please make sure to subscribe to us if you haven't done so already and leave us a five-star review also go over to our youtube page over at phnx sports sign up there subscribe to us there sign up for notifications that way you don't miss when we go live or when any of our other shows go live that way you're, you're always up to date with our shows. We, we, we just, we just randomly get excited about sports and decide to go live. So make sure that you don't miss any of those updates. Of course, uh, we thank you guys again so much for checking out all of our sponsors and for signing up for a membership over at gophnx.com. Uh, on behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time as always. And remember kids, baseball is fun, but holy shit. It's so much more fun when the diamondbacks win.